Thanks for tuning in to Witch Wednesdays with Steph for a chat about a new witchcraft topic every Wednesday morning. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. I'm Steph, and you are listening to episode 74, More Book Recommendations. We had at least two episodes uh, in the first season about book recommendations, books for beginners and books for more advanced and specific um, types of witches. So definitely go and check those out. In this one, I am going to try to recommend a few things that I have really enjoyed that I've read more recently. And hopefully none of these things are ones that I have already mentioned in previous episodes because there are you know, a few episodes where I talked about like my own path and things that I've recommended some books here and there. But these that I am talking about today are ones that I have not mentioned yet. And I am always getting questions about uh, book recommendations and further study. So I wanted to cover this in an additional episode to recommend a few new fun ones. Going forward, I am probably going to try to include book recommendations on each subject matter within that episode or in the show notes that I post to the website, just to give you more direction with resources every week. Uh, Not that I won't ever do like a full dedicated book episode ever again. I like doing these, people like listening to them, and I totally get it because I love listening to other people's book recommendations and finding new things to read because there are just so many when you go into an occult store or even just going to the library, the section is huge. So I love having some direction on which ones to pick out. But I also wanted to sort of give you more of a guideline each week of where you can go for further study if you really like that week's topic. So that is what I'm going to do going forward. But for this one, book recommendations. Now, I do want to say that not everyone is going to like all of these books. Anytime you get a book recommendation, it's really essential that you do your own research to see if it's something that's going to interest you because these books are written by magical practitioners, which means they include some of their own practice in it. It would be impossible to write a witchcraft book as a practicing witch and not include something that is you know, unique to you or to your path. So if you're not interested in their tradition, you're not going to like the book. But that doesn't mean the book itself is bad. So you always want to, you know, not just pick it up because somebody told you to in their, you know, book reviews to read it, but look through, you know, the contents, um, the reviews, get like the first couple of pages and get the style of writing um, because every author is different. You just might not like how they talk. So definitely do your own research into exactly what sort of tradition or path that book is coming from. And I do think you should venture out of your comfort zone. I read Wiccan-based books, even though I don't practice any Wiccan beliefs in in my path. But I think it's good to just have that foundational knowledge and be able to have a conversation with people about it. And this is something that um, we discussed. Uh, If you haven't heard, I think it's already live. Um, I was a guest over on Fauna's podcast, Cat's Tea and Witchcraft. You already heard from her on this podcast, but we talk about books over there also um, in that episode and just generally talking about, you know, having a wide 
breadth of knowledge and reading books that are outside of your comfort zone because you're still going to learn a lot and you know be able to chat with people, have an intelligent discussion about a lot of different topics. So even if it seems like it's outside of your comfort zone, definitely give it a try. So all of that said, getting into the recommendations, um, they are in no particular order. So I'm just going to give them to you across the board and tell you what sort of category they fall under. And the very first one is one that has been hugely popular in the last year, and that is Psychic Witch by Matt Oren. And as always, I will have these linked on the website so you don't have to worry about the exact spelling or how to find or everything. I will link everything to Amazon, but of course I always recommend you know finding it in your library or something like that. Um, but Amazon is just the easiest place to link it and everybody will be able to see the correct spelling and uh, what the book cover looks like so it's a little easier to find. So Psychic Witch, you've probably seen, it's been very popular lately. And for that reason, I did not pick it up right away because sometimes when a book is like so hyped up, it doesn't always live up to the hype and then I get sort of disappointed, which isn't the, you know a fault of the book. So I waited on this one, but I do think that it lives up to the hype and solely because it's very much like this podcast. So if you like what I talk about, you're going to like this book. Now, most books that are produced today are on the topic of modern magic and modern witchcraft. And that's what this book is. It's a blend of folk traditions and ceremonial magic in a modern setting. And that's just the kind of magic that most people are familiar with right now. So this is very easy to read and to understand. Um, It's readily available and it's great for beginners. And like this podcast, it is energy-based, which I really like. And we started this podcast talking about energy manipulation and grounding and centering. And we talk about that in almost every episode of putting your intention into things and manipulating the energy. And that's how I learned magic and witchcraft. Uh, That's how Tara learned. So we've always talked about an energy-based practice. And that's exactly what this book is too. And I've read a lot of books that don't cover energy at all. They just talk about spells and spell work, but not really like the energy that you need to put in behind that. So I really like that this book um, comes from that perspective. This book is also easily adaptable, which I also appreciate. And you can add in the things that you want to for your unique practice. So you can add in deities or religion, even though I don't do that. There's a way to you know read this book and insert those things where you would need them. And it's not a book just telling you these are the deities to work with. This is what I believe. This is what you should believe. It's very adaptable to sort of make it your own. And not just deities. It could be like based on your location or things like that. So I love that it's not one way of doing things. It's a great like foundational and then you add to it. Uh, it covers... A lot of things that, in, in sort of the same order that we talked about them on this podcast. So it's you know circle casting, cleansing, elements, spirits. It does have a few spells in there. Um, I'm not. I've always say that I'm not wild about spells in beginner books because I think there's so much foundational knowledge that you need before you can just jump right into spell casting. So I don't like when beginner witchcraft books include spells. But this one has like a few. It's not over the top. It's not a total spell book, but it has a few that I think are. Um, really good for beginners and working on that sort of foundational knowledge that you need. So 
definitely recommend this. I do think it lives up to the hype. Really easy to read and is going to give you similar information to this podcast. So I think that you'll still gain a lot, even if you've listened to all of our episodes, you'll still gain a lot from reading this book. To get a little more specific then on topics, because that's modern magic, but then going back to sort of what modern magic is based on, it's based on traditional folklore versus ceremonial magic and combining the two. So in this category of traditional witchcraft, I have previously recommended Besom Stang and Sword as a great book on traditional witchcraft because it's North American based. And that is the closest to what I practice. Um, and I've talked about this before. If you want the full review of that one, I have that over on Patreon. But it is one of the few like North American based because a lot of traditional witchcraft books focus on British traditions. So since I already talked about the North American one, the British one that I recommend is The Crooked Path by Keldon. And that's probably my favorite one on the British perspective of traditional witchcraft. And a lot of the things overlap and they're very similar, but there's a lot of big differences between the two because the you know spirits that you work with, plants that you work with, things like that are going to be completely different in Britain than they are in North America. So it's it's good to read both and see which sort of perspective you come from just because your location is based in one of those two areas or outside of those areas doesn't mean that you are tied to that location. It does make it easier since those are like the, the spirits and the plants and everything that are right there that are easier for you to work with, but it's not you know outside the realm of possibility for you to practice in, in that way, even though they're not in that exact spot. So highly recommend reading both if you are not sure where your sort of path is taking you yet. The Crooked Path is also easy to read. It flows really well, um, and it's pretty readily available even in the U.S. I think it's more readily available in the U.K., but still here it's fairly easy to find. Uh, also structured like this podcast where it's a great beginner book and builds on sort of foundational knowledge. It has uh, modern witch history, the whole spectrum of ethics, which I really enjoy. I think Wiccan books only focus on the, you know, positivity and love and light and things like that. And they don't touch sort of the ethics of, you know, the baneful magic that we talked about. I talked about how I do not like the terms black and white magic, but you know, the more baneful side of things in the spectrum of ethics. We had a whole episode on this as well. Um, that's covered in this book. Also covers some basic practices like grounding and censuring the various tools that are found in traditional witchcraft, a lot of techniques for different spell work, so covering dolls and charm bags and things like that. It also covers familiars uh, in a correct way. We had an episode on familiars, and I would like to update that or like include a little more information um, on that topic eventually, but this book is a really great um, correct overview of familiars and working with familiar spirit. And it covers a lot of the other, you know, spirits as well. And also covers astral projection, astral travel, and all of those things. So it really progresses throughout the book, similar to how we set up this podcast. So again, great beginner book in the realm of traditional witchcraft. 
So on the other side then of modern magic is what's called ceremonial magic. And I do tend to get quite a few questions about ceremonial magic because there's like this idea of uh, a differentiation between like high magic versus low magic and things like that. And ceremonial magic is actually like an older sort of craft that's based on um, cabal and mysticism and things like that, things of that nature, much more formal. And ceremonial magic is often a category in and of itself, like outside of witchcraft, but a lot of people do include it in their witchcraft practice. So it's good to have some knowledge about it. And a good place to get this sort of knowledge is Mastering Witchcraft by Paul Hewson. It is one of the older books on this subject. It's from the 1970s, maybe 1970 exactly. And it's very, very dense. It's actually a small book. It's not very long or thick or anything. But the information in it is very dense, very intense, like almost like something that you would study, like a college textbook. It's almost like that. And that makes sense because ceremonial magic is much harder to practice and there's a lot of foundational work that goes into it, and it makes sense that the books on it would be just as intense. You need a lot of steps and beginner knowledge before you even get to the practice of the magic. So this book covers those beginning steps, the prep work. There's a ton of prep work involved in ceremonial magic. Uh, the techniques, the forms of spell work, it's really a huge range of topics. But since it is the huge range of topics in a small book, it's good to start here, but not end here. I would say if you have no idea what ceremonial magic is and you're kind of interested in the practice and things that may be a little more ritual and mysticism based, then I would absolutely start here and see if this book speaks to you and this topic speaks to you. And then in that case, continue your studies into more specific and advanced books on the topic. And in that recommendation, I would say move on to then Modern Magic by Donald Craig. That is, it's a huge book. Like it's really big and really heavy and long and um, intense to read. Like there's just so much information and ceremonial magic books tend to be written in that much more like superfluous, flowy language um, as opposed to modern witchcraft books. So it's definitely a lot to get through and a lot to study. But I think it's a really interesting topic and a lot of people have asked about it. So that's what I would sort of recommend in um, that general area. And now moving into some books that would, I would consider a little more advanced just because they are more specific. It doesn't have as much uh, general, you know, beginner information. It's just like a deep dive into, you know, these topics. So technically, I mean, you could still read them if you are a beginner and brand new to witchcraft as the topic interests you, of course, but these are just a little more specific. The first two are about tarot, if you are interested in tarot cards and tarot readings. The first is Tarot for the Healing Heart by Christine Jett. This is not an easy read by any means. It's, it's difficult to read and it's like emotionally difficult to read. So this is the book if you need to work on your tarot for healing practices, for mental, emotional, and physical healing. And obviously those are deep 
topics and you could have a lot of deep emotions that you didn't even know about come up during that work. So it, this isn't like a sit down and read book. It's a really like working through it. So, but it's, uh, it's great if you want to sort of expand your tarot practice and really learn things, do some deep dives. Uh, this is a great book for that along and it's absolutely a must read if you want to read tarot for other people along with another fantastic book which is called Queering the Tarot by Cassandra Snow and this is also essential read if you're going to read tarot for other people just because you can't possibly understand um, the struggles of everyone else and this book is especially important if you are not in a marginalized group or all of the marginalized groups. Uh, and this applies to uh, gender spectrum. It applies to the race and just sexual preferences, all those kinds of things. There are a lot of marginalized people. And if you are you know, uh, cisgendered and white and all of these other things, you just can't understand the struggle of some marginalized groups. And it's very hard then to read tarot for somebody if you don't understand this background. So if you are in that category or just even want additional perspectives on tarot, then this is such a great read for that to understand the struggles of other people and what the tar- those tarot cards coming up could mean for them. I think this is a really interesting read, a really fascinating read, and um, something that's definitely necessary if you're going to read for other people. Um, but yeah, if you just want to expand your own knowledge and your own perspective on things, then also a great read. Another advanced book, but a very easy read, quick read, is What is Remembered Lives by Phoenix LeFay. And... It's exactly what it says on the front cover, which is developing relationships with deities, ancestors, and fae. So if you have struggled with feeling connected, or even if you just want a deeper connection, then this is an ideal read, easy, quick. It includes ritual ideas for any deities or spirits that you want to work with. And it also talks about a few specific deities and ritual ideas specific to them, um, but it really can be expanded if you work with like a different pantheon or different spirits. Um, those ideas can really be expanded to work in your practice. But if you aren't really familiar with devotionals or you're just feeling like it's not working and you want a deeper connection and aren't really connecting with your deities in the way that you want, then this would be a great read for you. Another great read is Blackthorn's Botanical Magic by Amy Blackthorn. This is... Um, somewhere between beginner and advanced. I think it's got a lot of great beginner information and things that everybody needs to know, but it is like an encyclopedia. So maybe if you are not so much a green witch that you wouldn't need all of the information in here, but it is called the guide to essential oils for spellcraft, ritual, and healing. And that's exactly what it is. And it is a guide to using essential oils, uh, making your own blends, And it's also a safety manual for how to not make yourself sick, how to not burn yourself, all of those things. It has all of the plant correspondences that these oils come from. It tells you what part of the plant the oil comes from, and it has recipes for every single herb. Every single one you can think of has at least one recipe in this book. So it's 
hefty and again it's not a book that you sit down and read cover to cover it's not you know a story or anything like um psychic witch you could sit down and read cover to cover but this is something that you uh, get the basic information on essential oils and then reference when you are looking for a specific correspondence or you have a specific plant or oil that is in front of you when you want to work with then um, you would just refer to this to look it up so it has a lot of great beginner information that is essential, but again, it's something that you turn to when you are expanding your practice in that area. Another interesting book that I want to recommend is called The Black Arts by Richard Cavendish. And this one is a little bit different because it's more like a history book that covers foundational principles on topics that uh, Wiccans in the you know, white love and light witches tend to completely ignore. And that includes, you know, psychic attacks, necromancy, controlling evil spirits, alchemy, the origins of Satan, all those kind of darker things. That's why it's called black arts um, and more. It really like goes in depth and it's, it's not spell work. It really is, does read like a history book, but you're going to learn so much. And I think this is, important knowledge to have and just to understand these principles and know those that those things are out there because I always say that you know even if you don't want to work in those sort of areas or do that sort of baneful magic uh it's just because you don't believe in it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist and that somebody else could believe in and use those things and be using them against you and you don't know anything about them and how to protect yourself or even how to recognize the signs of things like that. So I think it's good to read books like this just to understand the principles and the possibilities of what is out there um, and just get a foundational understanding of the topic. And I think this is a really great book for that. It is a pretty big book. Um, it doesn't look like it, but it's kind of small text. Uh, it's been reprinted. So I think there's like two different versions of it, but uh, they're similar in that it's it's small text and it's pretty much like a history textbook for school, but uh, really interesting information in it. And then the very last one that I want to recommend, and this is a little bit different of a recommendation. The last eight that I just ran through are recommendations from topics that I've already covered in the podcast, most of them, and just didn't mention those books. And like I said, going forward, I'm going to try to remember to recommend reading for the that topic. This one is in advance. So we have not had a topic episode yet on dream work or astral projection, anything like that. Uh, and I definitely get a lot of comments on that and questions about it, so that it's going to be coming in the future. But for now, I definitely wanted to give a recommendation for a dream work book, if that's something that you're interested in getting started in. And it is called Dreaming the Divine by Scott Cunningham. I have recommended a ton of books by Scott Cunningham um, because he has, you know, the encyclopedias on herbs and crystals and things like that. So he has a ton of great books out and a ton of great information. I enjoy his writing style. He's easy to understand. It's a very like soft and gentle, welcoming writing style, um, but very knowledgeable. So I really enjoy Scott Cunningham books. And this particular one is all about dream work. And he covers approaches to dream work and the importance of sleep and things like that from different areas in the world and historically how they used dream work to 
you know, get insight into things that were coming in the future. And the rest of the book covers dream rituals, recalling and recording dreams, dream spells, dream deities, and possible meanings of dream symbols. Uh, Just a few. And again, it's just possibilities because dream symbols are really unique to each person. So it's that's kind of a hard topic to cover. But the rest of the information is really great and really interesting. If you've never worked with dream work, he has a lot of tips on how to fall asleep, some ideas for like baths and rituals and scents and things like that to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and be able to dream about the specific area that you're wondering about and be able to recall that dream when you wake up, which for a lot of us can be tough and it is definitely a practice and something to get used to, but lots of great tips in this book. So if you're interested in going down the uh, dream work path, I highly recommend that. So those are the nine books that I wanted to recommend uh, in this episode. Again, go to whichwednesdays.com to get the full list and the links for those so you can find them easily. If you have any questions, let me know in the comments of that post on the website or on Instagram, Which Wednesdays Podcast. We can definitely chat about these books and more over on the Discord server. And again, not everybody agrees. Not everybody is going to like these books. So if you have read it and you don't agree and you have a different recommendation in that category, I would love to know that too because I might not have even heard of that book. And I always love checking out what you guys recommend. So let me know if you have any of those. And that is all I have for you this week on book recommendations. So I will see you next week for an episode all about wands and a special guest host. See you then. Need even more witchcraft? Subscribe to Patreon for exclusive bonus content three times a week and order Sabbath boxes and other supplies at witchwednesdays.com. Be sure to follow on Instagram at witchwednesdays podcast. Thank you.